Welcome to Hub City Homers. This is a special preview episode for the Tax Act Texas Bowl between Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Uh, today, it's me, Jack, along with Kendall, and we're going to be just hitting a quick preview that you can listen to on your drive to work or in your spare time uh, before the game on uh, Wednesday, the 28th. And just kind of, we're going to kind of go back and forth about what we can expect for this game, um, some similarities between the two teams which way both teams are trending, uh, and at the end, we'll probably give our final predictions. So, uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, Kendall, I see this Ole Miss team, they're a little, they're struggling a little bit. You know, they've lost four out of their last five uh, games, but here's the thing, you know, both teams have been off for over a month now. Tech will be, uh, Tech will have been off for 32 days. Ole Miss will have been off for 34 days since their last game. Um, when I look at this team, I see a lot of similarities to, uh, on offense at least for Ole Miss, I see a lot of similarities to uh, a TCU team that Tech lost to by 10 points in early November in Fort Worth. Um, I see that they have two backs that are pretty good. Ironically, one of those backs is a transfer from TCU. Um, but you also have a quarterback in Jackson Dart, um, who has over 2,500 yards passing, um, 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Um, on the, in the run game, obviously, I mentioned the TCU transfer, Zach Evans, and their leading rusher, uh, Quinshawn Judkins, who has about 250 carries for about roughly 1,500 yards, about 20, 24 yards shy of 1,500 yards this season. He has 16 touchdowns on the ground. Evans has 8. Um, Kendall, we talked at length earlier in this, in the year about, um, what tech could have done better to stop TCU, uh, during that game in Fort Worth. Do you think that the Red Raiders are going to be using this film from TCU as well as, uh, film from prior Ole Miss games to, uh, kind of understand, do you think the schemes are going to be similar to what they did against TCU? Uh, I do. I think that, you know, this team, Jackson Dart, especially, um, his ability to be a threat on the ground is what kind of scares me. Just like it's scared, like mobile QBs have really scared me all season with tech. Um, I've said, I said it before the Oklahoma state game. I said it before the TCU game, um, that any QB that can kind of get out of the pocket and run a little bit and be a threat is kind of I'm not going to say what kills tech but it's definitely that's the type of player that gives tech issues but I think the thing that tech will have going for it in this game is the fact that I don't think that Dart is as good of a thrower as uh, Duggan or even Spencer Sanders I, I think that he really um, especially in the back half of the year I think he cost them some games um, just for the fact that they had to rely so much on the run game. Um, you know, just over 2,500 yards for the season. It's not terrible, but it's also not great. Um, you know, I think our pass rush is going to have to be uh, really damn good this game. I think we're going to need to give him problems, make him stay in the pocket. Uh, I think that defensively, overall... Like these two running backs are just, I haven't seen too many college running back duos that um, 
you know, inch close to both having a uh, thousand yards in a season, but Zach Evans is about a hundred yards out of that. And if it wasn't for him getting hurt in the Mississippi state game, he probably would have had that. So, you know, this team does actually scare me. Their offense says, but where I think tech is going to have the advantage, um, is our red zone offense. Ole Miss is one of the least efficient teams in the Power Five uh, when it comes to their red zone offense. They can move the ball, but once they get down there, they seem to settle for three a lot or um, come out empty. So um, I think kind of the mentality we have to have defensively is just bend, don't break, um, make dart beat us. Don't let the two running backs just absolutely run all over us because, you know, if you look at tech season, we've faced a lot of the best running games in the nation already this year between TCU. Um, you know, we have TCU Texas with Bijan and Kansas state with Deuce Vaughn between those three. Those are three very comparable, um, run games to Ole Miss. So I think tech will be able to be prepared for a solid run game, but to me, it's going to be containing, um, not only the run game, but also just making sure Dart doesn't run on us, because I think that's where we could find ourselves in a ton of trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, looking at the Ole Miss team too, um, this is a team that uh, you know they've been at times this year, especially lately, a little turnover prone. Uh, I would like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Tech, you know, turn them over a couple times. Uh, I really think that in this one, I, I like your comparison too in the run game to Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson. Those are, um, I feel like that's a really good comparison here. Um, maybe not exactly the same styles uh, of runners, but when it comes to to a dual running back system, that's really just uh, elite. I feel like that's what you that's what you get here. Um, when it comes to receiving, Malik Heath is their top receiver. Uh, he has 52 catches, 834 yards, four touchdowns. Jonathan Mingo, uh, 48 catches, 800 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Mingo did miss a little time earlier in the season, uh, and. Um, I will say this, their top tight end, Michael Trigg, uh, 17 catches for three touchdowns. He's out for this game. He's out for the year. Uh, he's hurt. So um, we'll see what uh, what they can do at tight end. They, it seems to me that they really don't, um, they really don't have another tight end that they utilize very well. So, um, I don't know if the tight end game is really anything that Tech defense needs to worry about. Um, for Tech, uh, you know, uh, well, we will also say one more thing about Ole Miss. They really don't have anyone opting out of this game. They uh, they don't really have any opt outs, and they really don't have any injuries. So um, this is this is a team that this is not a game to overlook by any means. People forget. Five games ago, after seven games, this this team was seven and zero, and they were ranked number seven in the country. Um, they're a good team. Uh, yeah, they they've kind of been on a skid lately. They've lost four out of their last five, but 
you know, that's that's against uh, teams like LSU, uh, Alabama, Mississippi State, uh, Arkansas. Kind of a back-end heavy uh, schedule of sorts uh, with LSU and A&M and Alabama um, in three straight weeks. That's a tough slate. I don't care how good A&M is or isn't. Uh, when you're playing at Kyle Field, it's it's, it's a tough place to play. Um, I will say that um, for Tech, you know, kind of the opposite of uh, in terms of you know trend trend wise, uh, Tech's won their last three games. Uh, their last loss was at TCU. That game we mentioned earlier, um, they beat Kansas, Iowa State, and OU, um, and Tech, however, does have some injury issues. Obviously, uh, you're going to be missing Tyree Wilson, uh, obviously out for the year. Uh, Donovan Smith's in the portal. He's gone. So you have Tyler Shuck and Baron Morton. Uh, obviously, uh, they've already named Tyler Shuck the starter for this one. So we're going to ride the hot hand. And, uh, you know, this has been a big discussion in amongst Tech fans this year about who should start when and what games. Um, well, you've had three different quarterbacks. They've each started four games. Um, and now here are Tyler, Tyler Shuck will get his fifth start. And um, say what you want about Tyler Shuck. Tyler Shuck knows how to win football games. Uh, he's done it a lot. He, uh, he did it at Oregon. Uh, he's has a very good record as a tech starter. I think he's only lost what one or two games that he's, uh, started at tech, possibly three. I can't remember. Uh, but he's, he's, he knows how to win games and, you know, you can say you don't like some of his throws or whatever, but the kid knows how to win football games. It might not be the prettiest thing you've seen. Um, but if you're winning football games, uh, I'm good with it. Um, it's worth mentioning, I guess, for uh, the people that listen that are interested in betting on this game. As of today, we were recording this Tuesday morning. Uh, Ole Miss is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, um, and the over-under is 71, so they're expecting kind of a high-scoring game in this one. Um, it will be indoors at NRG in Houston, we do have people going to this game. There are going to be a lot of Tech fans from what I've seen. I hope everyone can make it down there. I know that I've seen today at least a lot of people are not sure if they're going to be able to make it because of uh, you know, the winter storms and the airlines having, having problems getting people places. Um, me, personally, I'm a big Southwest guy. I fly Southwest as often as I can, but right now might not be the best time to fly Southwest. Um, so I hope that if you're going down to Houston, you're on something that's not Southwest, because if you're on Southwest, I wouldn't be holding my breath to get down there. Um, Kendall, let's get back to the football. When you're looking at this tech team, now that Donovan Smith's gone, um, you know that this will be uh, this will be probably most likely uh, the last game for Sir Roderick Thompson at Texas Tech. Um, are you looking for more of a run, uh, heavy run, uh, to kind of 
uh, alleviate some pressure off Tyler Shuck? Are you looking for a more pass-heavy? I know that um, I know that the Ole Miss defense is a little suspect at times. Um, they, uh, you know, they're kind of just average middle of the road uh, for what it's worth, and um, they're nothing really too flashy, but they're also not the worst. So they're kind of. They're kind of good on both sides uh, when it comes to defending the run and the pass. Uh, you know, Kendall, what are you expecting from this Tech offense? Are you expecting more throws, more runs, maybe kind of uh, 50-50, 60-40? What are you thinking? Well, I think the uh, the trend for Tech this season, for the most part, I feel like we've just kind of uh, seen how it's played out, you know, I feel like sometimes Kitley on the first couple drives kind of feels out what works, what doesn't, finds, you know, if the run game is starting to work, I think he kind of goes with the hot hand there. Um, We saw that in games like the Kansas game. Um, The games we've won, especially, um, he's kind of just figured out what worked. I feel like in the OU game, Tyler Shuck was hot. Uh, You know, he... He was making good throws. Our receivers were making plays, and we kind of we uh, kind of had more of a 60-40 split there between passing and running towards the end of that game. So um, I think it's kind of just going to depend on how the game starts. You know, if we start the game, we get a couple big runs early. Um, I think we could see a lot of ground and pound like we did last season in the bowl game uh, against Mississippi State. But... You know, if the run game starts out kind of slow, I think we could see a lot of short passes um, trying to get guys the ball in guys like Miles Price's hands and some of our other playmaking receivers. Uh, I think one thing to really check out for here, um, I think last game we saw a really big breakout from Jaron Bradley, and I think that he really could start a more upward trend towards next season because one thing that a lot of people say that I've been saying that I've seen recently is bowl games nowadays aren't really, you know, postseason games like culminating a season. It's almost like a preseason game for next year. And I think that holds very true for tech in this game because we have a lot of guys coming back. Um, I think that we're going to see them kind of test some things in this game. I think Joey's kind of going to feel some things out, see how Shuck does. I wouldn't be shocked to see Baron Morton at some point in this game too if Shuck struggles. So um, I think kind of just expect a little of everything from Tech. Uh, Like you said, Ole Miss, they aren't a great defense. They're not a bad defense. Um, And Ole Miss could very, very easily be a 9-3 or 10-2 team right now playing in a New Year's 6 game. So I know for a fact that... um, Joey's going to go out there and do whatever he can to win this game. And I think that mean what that means is just we're going to see kind of just go with the flow. That that's that's kind of been when Kitley's at his best when he can make some in-game adjustments. I think that's when our offense has been at its best. And I don't expect that to change. Um I'm just hoping the play calling in the first half specifically doesn't get stagnant and we uh fall behind. Because that's been the case in some games this season where 
Um, we've started out really slow and gotten behind. I don't think you can do that against this Ole Miss team. Um, I don't think we have the capabilities of getting down because of how strong their run game is. So I think the most important thing is coming out hot, whether it's through the run game, through the pass game, whatever works. Uh, but I really don't think we any of us know what to expect until the game actually starts. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, again, looking at some of the stats, um, you know, like I've said, Ole Miss kind of ranks right in the middle in terms of total defense. Um, they allow about 380 yards a game. Um, about 218 passing, 161 on the ground per game. Uh, like I said, it's it's pretty it's pretty dead kind of right in the middle they they allow overall points wise they allow about 24 points a game um take it what take what you want with that um i will say that in their last games the ones that they have uh lost at least is when they've struggled to score um you know they they average right now 34 points a game um but uh, in their last five, they've scored 20, 31, 24, 27, and 22. So they're struggling to even hit that 30, uh, that 30 point mark. Uh, and I think that if you can keep them under 30 in this game, uh, I think that that spells all the success for you to win this game um, with ease almost. Uh, it just depends on, like you mentioned, Kendall, you know, with, with Kitley filling things out and kind of seeing. Um, who's going where and uh, you know, how the, the pace of the game, um, the tempo, uh, what's working, what's not. Um, I think that uh, you get a feel for that pretty quickly on the field. Uh, I will say I was at the, I was at NRG uh, a few years back when tech opened their season against Ole Miss Uh, tech lost that game. And, DK Metcalf ran, uh, caught balls all over tech. So, um, hoping for a little bit of a change there, uh, a little different result from the last time tech played Ole Miss and NRG. Um, I will say with this one, uh, it's going to be kind of a, uh, I don't know if it's going to be quite the shootout that everyone thinks is, you know, that over under number Kindle is it's at 71, um, seems a little high, um, but like you said, you, you kind of have to get a feel for this game. You won't really know until about, you know, 10 minutes into the first quarter, um, what it looks like, right? Because, you know, in the last few games, uh, last five, at least for Tech, you know, Tech's, uh, against Baylor, that was a terrible game, but we only scored 17, uh, 24 against TCU, but then you have 43 against Kansas. You have that that bull, that game in Iowa uh, that you win 14 to 10 and then you put up 51 on Oklahoma on probably the worst defense that Oklahoma has seen in 20 years um, so you finish the season seven and five uh, for Texas Tech eight and four for Ole Miss uh, like I mentioned uh, Ole Miss was seven and0 at one point so to finish eight and four, 
or even eight and five, that would be a pretty uh, that'd be a pretty rough ending to the season. So I, I would be willing to bet that Ole Miss is a little bit motivated to uh, to avoid that, and especially with the fact that they don't have any opt outs uh, for this bowl game says a lot to me. Um, so. Uh, you know, we've kind of touched a little bit on everything, what we think is going to happen. Um, Kendall, I'm going to go for, uh, I'm going to ask you for a prediction. And then one more thing before we, before we get out of here, I'm going to ask for, um, I'm going to ask for your final prediction for, uh, bowl or for a big 12 bowl record. Uh, we can go ahead and throw Baylor out. Baylor's already played and lost to Air Force, um, which I believe you and I picked. If I'm not mistaken, I believe we both had Air Force. Yes, sir, we did. We, we both had Air Force winning that game. So uh, good on us. Credit all the credit in the world to us for picking that correctly. Um, but you know, we still have uh, we still have Kansas. Uh, Kansas plays Arkansas. Uh, you know, Oklahoma and Florida State. Uh, Oklahoma State and Wisconsin is tonight. Um, you know, then we have uh, Tech and Ole Miss, Texas and Washington, Kansas State and Alabama, and then obviously TCU uh, will take on Michigan in the college football playoff in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, so first, first things first, Kendall, give me a prediction for this for this Texas Bowl. Um, how are you feeling about Tech's chances? Is it going to be high scoring, low scoring? Uh, what do you got? Uh, I think Tech is going to come out. I, I mean, we've won three straight. Uh, I think we're going to come out hot. Um, you know, I don't know what to expect from Ole Miss because when I've watched them this season, they've either been really damn good or they've been really, really bad. I don't think there's really been an in-between there that um, – when I watched the Egg Bowl, uh, I just think watching Ole Miss, I was thinking that whole time, like how I didn't even think that team was good enough to be a bowl eligible team. But, you know, watching them against like Kentucky earlier this season, I thought they were one of the better teams in the nation. So um, to me, it really depends what Ole Miss team shows up. I think that this season, no matter what, for the most part, outside of maybe the Baylor game um, with Tech, we've seen a fairly consistent team. So I'm going to take the more consistent, like more consistency. I'm going to take tech. Um, I, I don't, I think this is going to hit the under um, just because these are two teams that are highly competitive. You know, Kiffin's going to have them, uh, that defense a little fired up. Um, I think that our defense is going to be fired up. Um, so I think that we're going to see, you know, I, it's not necessarily going to be low scoring. I just think that over is pretty crazy. Um, I'm thinking like a 35 to 31 type of game, but, uh, you know, I could very easily see this being a shootout, but, um, I'm hoping it's like last season in Tech's bowl game. I'm hoping we can just run another team from Mississippi, uh, out of the stadium, you know, make for, uh, Nice, easy Wednesday night, but I'm going to take Tech on the – like, I just think that they're going to win it. Um, I'm going to s- just stick with the prediction of 35-31. And talking about the Big 12, um, you know, 
I think Wisconsin's going to beat Oklahoma State tonight, even though neither team has their QBs. Um, I just think that Wisconsin's run game is going to take over in this game. Um, Kansas and Arkansas, I expect each team to score 50 points in that game, honestly. Um, and I think that, uh, I think the Jayhawks are going to get that too. Um, really as far as the big 12 bowl games right now, the only couple teams I could see losing right now, um, I think OU, Texas and Kansas state. I actually think (laughs) all four of OU, Texas, Kansas state and TCU could end up losing, but, um, I also think that Texas could knock off Washington and Kansas State could knock off Bama. But, you know, I'm kind of going to be a Big 12 hater here. And I'm going to go um, the only two wins coming out of this the rest of this bowl season for the Big 12 is going to be uh, Texas Tech and Kansas. But um, very easily could see Texas or K-State pulling it out. But other than that, I really don't have faith in the, any of the other Big 12 teams left. As far as the as far as the bowl game goes for tech, um, I like I like the points that we've made here today. Um, I, I think tech will win also. I think this is gonna be kind of a, a maybe even a lower scoring game than you think. Um, I, I like I like 34 to 28 in this one. I think that uh, Tech's defense stands on its head one last time for this season keeps us in the game. Uh, and I think that we can find a way to win this one. Um, you, you mentioned something earlier that I want to touch on again, and, and it was the fact that, you know, Ole Miss could easily be a 9-3 and or 10-2 and team playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. They didn't, after, you know, after going starting 7-0, and if you just sat there and told them they were playing Texas Tech in the Tax Act Texas Bowl, they would have been like, get real. You know, we're going to a New Year's Six. They don't want to play in this game. They don't want to be here. They thought that they think they're a lot better than where they are. Um, teams usually respond one of two ways. They either have no interest or they want to prove that they belong. Um, and something else you mentioned, I'm going to ride the hot hand. Um, Ole Miss has lost four of their last five. I know that it's been a break, and so it's kind of just like a random standalone game here. Um, I'll say this. If this game happens, you know, in week five or week six, I'm, I'd am i be all over Ole Miss. Um, but I, I just think uh, – I think Joey McGuire will have his guys up to go uh, – up for this game, uh, finish off his first season in Lubbock uh, with eight wins – and if you would have said that at the beginning of the year, a lot of tech fans would have called you crazy. But here, again, here we are. Um, I like thirty. I like thirty-four to twenty-eight um, in this one. Uh, as far as the Big Twelve goes, I agree with you. I don't think Oklahoma State gets up for Wisconsin. Uh, I think Wisconsin runs all over them. Um, I actually agree with your pick also in the Kansas Arkansas game. I think that uh I think Kansas can can win that. Will they? I don't know. Uh I'm going to be a Big 12 homer on that one. I do think it's going to be like a 51 to 48 game though. Um I think Florida State's going to run all over Oklahoma and they should and I hope they do. 
Um, I think Washington's going to run over Texas also. I just don't see B. John Robinson or, uh, I guess, have, have they confirmed if B. John Robinson is opting out? Has that been? Uh, Bijan did opt out. Okay, yeah. I was going to say that if that's set in stone already, I think is have they if they said anything about Roshan Johnson? Because last I saw that he was thinking about opting out as well. I think Roshan's playing. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen anything posted, but I'm, the only one I've seen posted for sure is Bijan's not playing, and maybe they're uh, an Overshone. Their linebacker. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought Overshone was going to opt out. Yeah, Overshone was the other one that I think opted okay. out. Okay. Uh, well, again, that reinforces my thing. With Bijan out, not a chance. Quinn Ewers isn't that good. Uh, and Washington actually is a decent team from the Pac-12. So um, I think Washington wins that one. I actually have picked Kansas State over Bama. I think it's something very similar to what we just mentioned with Ole Miss. Uh, Bama wanted the playoff. They missed it by one spot. Um, they don't give a shit about Kansas State. They don't care. Uh, they don't care about the Sugar Bowl. It's playoff or bust at this point for Alabama every season, and so this is a bust season. And um, I just don't think they care. So I think they could they could not care less. I think they're disinterested in this game. So I, I'm going to pick Kansas State there. Um, unfortunately, because I know all the I know all the TCU people. Uh, listen to our pod and, and and love our takes on TC. I think Michigan's just going to run all over him. Um, I truly don't think that people from the and I think this is a one big thing. And you can attest to this because we kind of get the best of both. You get the best of both worlds, right? Because if I mean you 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 do your stuff with Iowa, so you get to see Big Ten football also and Big Twelve football. I don't think Big Twelve fans. And uh, teams really grasp um, the style of a big of a true a truly uh, good Big Ten defense. Uh, you know, Iowa has one. Um, Michigan has one at times, and I just I just don't think that uh, TCU fans or TCU really, for that matter, uh, can really grasp the idea of just a truly lockdown defense. Because that's well, not, I don't the, that's not that, the style of play in the Big 12, right? Well, I just think the physicality more than anything, yeah, especially that, up and front. Yeah, and that's part, of, that's part like, of it. Those do, and like, especially out wide too, I think Quentin Johnston is going to be in hell. I think that that dude isn't going to, like the only team in the Big 12 that really kind of embodies any sort of that type of physicality to me is maybe Iowa State, and that was... You know, this season they had a really good defense, but, you know, when their offense was so bad, we didn't really get to see that very much. Um, and to your point, kind of just looking back at um, when the Big 12 and Big 10 have matched up in the past, uh, it hasn't gone great. And just in general, you know, when the only Big 12 team that has really gotten into the playoff in the past has been OU, and they've gotten boat raced every time besides once. So I don't know why to expect any different um, in and this you don't. game. You don't. This, it comes, that's what like, it comes down to, right? Trust your gut. And your gut's yeah, not like, wrong. It, like, like Michigan now, is just going to be so – like I, like you said, they're just going to be so overly physical in this one. It, it's going to be – they, they, they won't know what hit them. And that's the thing. Duggan, he can only take so much punishment. And – 
he was getting punished against Kansas State. Yeah, he looked and like a ragdoll. With all due respect, with all due respect to Kansas State, Michigan is much, much better than Kansas State. They are level. Like I think the only team that's close to being on Michigan's level right now is Georgia, and I think that's what we're going to see in the national championship because. Um, I don't think Ohio State's going to beat Georgia. It could be that game could be a little closer than what TCU Michigan's going to be, but ultimately, I just think the physicality of Michigan is kind of just going to dominate TCU. Well, all right, there you have it. Um, I, I think that uh, I guess how many games are left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is that right? Seven. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, yeah. So uh, I think that the Big Twelve goes three and four in the rest of their in the rest of their games. Uh, so they'll end up. Shit, we had eight teams make. Okay, uh, so uh, I I think they'll probably finish um, three and five. Not too good of a showing for the Big Twelve, but you know, um, it's going to be really interesting because starting next year, you know, we have. Um, we have a few new conference mates, so um, I think next year can only be described with one word uh, when it comes to Big 12 conference football, and it might be just pure, pure chaos. So um, I think that once that happens, it'll be really good, and um, that'll probably wrap it up for us. So uh, again, we want to thank everyone who's listening. Um, this will be our last episode before we start going diving full time into basketball. Uh, conference play starts on the 31st at TCU, um, and then we'll get into the we'll get into the meat of the schedule because, as everyone knows, for Big 12 basketball, there are no uh, there are no games off. Um, we'll do uh, we'll dive in head first into basketball. Do a few uh, only basketball episodes. Um, Late January, we'll start getting into uh, uh, previews for my forte, which is uh, baseball. So we'll start getting into uh, baseball previews probably late January, early February. Uh, baseball starts around mid-February for college. So uh, we'll get into that when that happens. But until then, uh, we want to thank everyone again for listening. And uh, let's beat old Miss. Thanks. Wreck'em. <laughs>